1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Network.
2: here's the 2-1 fernando swings lines it into right field that'll get down for a base hit bogart has scored to tie the game kim is on his way The throw from jones the tag not in time a two-run single for tatis and the padres go back in front
0: Fernando Tatis Jr. a go ahead two run single in the sixth inning. That would be all the Padres would need in a three to two win against the Colorado Rockies on this Saturday afternoon at Coors Field in Denver. With the win, the Padres improved to 31 and 33. Rockies dropped to 26 and 40 and the Padres have won three in a row for the first time since May 1st. It has been a while, but the Padres starting to play a lot better the last few days. Sam Levitt with you inside or San Diego Studios. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final totals here today for the Padres: nine, uh, excuse me, three runs, nine hits, and one error. And for the Rockies, two runs five hits and no errors and the Padres really did a lot of very good things in this game they had a lot of opportunities offensively really couldn't cash in in many of those scenarios but they had a big hit from Fernando Tatis Jr the two-run single in the sixth inning was enough as the Padres have won the first two games of this series in Colorado they'll go for a three-game sweep in Denver tomorrow we have a lot to do on our post-game show. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Might also have some audio coming from the clubhouse. Player reaction as well. All the radio highlights, break down each and every aspect of this game, out-of-town scoreboard, and much, much more to do on our post-game coverage. But just quickly, what this game came down to for me, the three elements of this game that were really key for the San Diego Padres number 1 obviously the base hit by Fernando Tatis Jr that we just heard in the 6th inning two run hit to put uh, put the Padres ahead 3 to 2 in that 6th inning on a day where the Padres as a whole went 1 for 12 with runners in scoring position but the one hit they had That one, by Fernando, ended up being a really, really big part of this game. It just goes to show you, for all the issues the Padres have had with runners in scoring position, you know what, it's not always about quantity, it's about when you get them and if you can get one or two, and the Padres did that here today. Padres left 10 on base, they had a leadoff man on, Five times in this game here today, but again, Fernando Tatis Jr. had the one big hit to really make uh, the other scenarios where they couldn't cash in not matter as much. The other two elements of this game, Manny Machado, his hustle, in two examples... In the first inning, scoring from first base, he was off and running on the base hit by Sanchez. And he scores from first base. He was around second by the time Sanchez hits it into the outfield, scores, makes it a 1-0 game. Rockies eventually tied at one, take a 2-1 lead. But then, what an unbelievable catch by Manny Machado in the eighth inning. You could argue a game-saving play by Manny in that eighth inning. Bobbling it, juggling it, it hit him in the face and somehow Hung on for the catch. Not only that, and if you haven't seen the catch, you have to see this because this was an unbelievable play. Not only that, but then the presence of mind from his backside to throw to home plate to not allow Tovar to come in with the tying run. I mean, it was such a good play by Manny Machado. I have a number here for you that proves how much hustle Manny had on that play alone. Manny covered 108 feet on that catch, Down the left field line, his sprint speed was 25.1 miles per hour. That's tied for the fastest sprint speed he's had this season. So on that play, Manny was running as hard, as fast as he's run all year. How about that for hustle for Manny Machado? And the other element of this game that was really, really important, the bullpen. I think all of us were a little bit surprised when Ryan Weathers came out after three innings. But clearly, and we'll, uh, I'm sure, hear Bob Melvin talk about it. Clearly, that was the plan to get him out early. He goes three innings. Then the Padres bullpen between Drew Carlton, Stephen Wilson, Tim Hill, Nick Martinez, and Josh Hader. They allow one run in six innings at Coors Field in Colorado. That's very impressive. What a job by the Padres' bullpen. So were the Padres perfect today? Offensively, no, but they got the hit they needed. Bullpen did a great job, and the Padres did something they have not done in a long time, and that's win a one-run game. Do you know the last time the Padres won a one-run game? I mean, this is unbelievable. I couldn't believe this when I saw it. April 19th. That's the last time the Padres won a one-run game. So, uh look, uh, this was a lot different of a win than what we saw on Wednesday and Friday, but uh Padres get a win, and they've won three in a row for the first time in more than five weeks. So a lot of things to smile about right now in Padre land, and we'll continue to break it all down. We have the radio highlights. We'll hear from Bob Melvin and much, much more to come when we come back on the Padres radio network. Post game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Denver. The Padres three and the Rockies two as the Padres win their third consecutive game. Things are all of a sudden starting to look up. Padres have improved to 31 and 33, two games below 500. So still a little ways to go to get back to the 500 mark. Not trying to get too crazy here, but no doubt uh, the Padres playing better baseball Wednesday's win against Seattle in the last two games against the Colorado Rockies. Sam Levitt with you on our post game coverage from inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Saturday afternoon. We have a lot to do on our post game show. We'll have the radio highlights for you in just a second. So stay tuned for that. We'll recap this one in its entirety. Also go to uh, Colorado here from Padres manager, Bob Melvin. So all that is coming up. Let's begin, though, with our game highlights.
1: Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to
0: F750s and motorhomes. For a third straight game, the Padres scored first. Manny Machado hit a two-out single. Gary Sanchez was next.
2: Manny runs, gets a huge jump. The 0-2 to Sanchez, lined into left center field. That's a base hit. Machado's approaching third base, going to be waived. Profar's throw comes to the cutoff man. The relay to the plate is not in time. And Sanchez into second after the throw home. Padres take a one nothing lead. Manny went a little bit awkwardly into home plate. He gets up slowly, but Gary Sanchez stays hot. And Machado running on the pitch, able to score all the way from first base. His jump
1: was so
3: ginormous.
0: Great hustle by Manny. Padres took a 1-0 lead. Ryan Weathers put together a scoreless first inning, but in the second, Nolan Jones tied it for Colorado.
2: Jones, a 25-year-old from Pennsylvania, drafted by the Guardians out of high school. Hits this one in the air to deep left. Chasing Soto straight back. Juan looks up, going to go. A home run for Nolan Jones, his third of the season. Opposite field shot, and we are tied 1-1 here in the second inning.
0: Padres had some opportunities after the game was tied at one. Two on in the second, two in scoring position in the fourth inning. They did not capitalize. Ryan Weathers went just three innings and allowed one run. The Padres decided to go to Drew Carlton in the fourth inning. He pitched a scoreless bottom of the fourth. Padres continued to have opportunities. Fernando Tatis Jr. had a hustle double to lead off the fifth inning, but the Padres couldn't get him in. Rockies then scratched across a run with the help of some Padres sloppiness, in the bottom of the fifth inning. A single from Ezekiel Tovar and an error from Trent Grishman Center got Tovar to second base after a wild pitch. Tovar scored on a fielder's choice off the bat of Alan Trejo. Not a great throw from Hasan Kim to the plate as Tovar scored. Rockies led 2-1. to In the top of the sixth inning, the Padres rallied against Rockies reliever Jake Bird. Xander Bogarts led off with a single. Hasan Kim drew a one-out walk. Bird then walked Austin Nola with two outs to load the bases. That was a critical walk because Fernando Tatis Jr. was next
2: here's the 2-1 Fernando swings lines it into right field that'll get down for a base hit Bogarts has scored to tie the game Kim is on his way The throw from Jones the tag not in time a two-run single for Tatis and the Padres go back in
0: front it was a battle of the bullpens from that point on, and the Padres' pen was really good. Stephen Wilson retired all five batters he faced in the sixth inning and the seventh inning. Tim Hill got the final out of the seventh. Nick Martinez entered in the bottom of the eighth inning. Padres still leading just 3-2. to two. Ezekiel Tovar reached on an infield single. He went to second on a wild pitch. He moved to third base on a ground out from pinch hitter Charlie Blackman. With the infield in, Mike Mustakis, the pinch hitter, Popped one up down the left field line. Manny Machado ran a long way. In fact, it was 108 feet sprinting down the left field line. Got there over his shoulder. Bobbled the ball a couple of times. It hit him in the face and somehow made the catch with his bare hand. From his backside through to home plate. That kept Tovar at third base. An outstanding play by Manny Machado. One of the best defensive plays we've seen by the Padres all year. After that, Nick Martinez with two outs, walked Jerks and Profar to put runners on first and third, but then got a pop-out from Randall Gritchick to end the inning and keep that tying run at third base. We went to the ninth inning. Padres still leading 3-2. to Padres didn't score in their half. In the bottom half of the inning, it was Josh Hader on the mound looking for save number 15. He struck out Ryan McMahon. He got a ground out from Austin Wins. The game was left up to a Lowry- montero josh
2: Hader comes set of the belt the left-hander will deal and a pitch is swung on and missed Strike three got him with a 98 mile an hour fastball and josh Hader works a 1-2-3 bottom of the ninth inning to pick up his 15th save of the season and the padres have won three in a row for the first time in too long
0: The first time since April 29th to May 1st. It has been more than five weeks since the Padres won three consecutive games, and they do win the first two games of this three-game series in Colorado. Again, the big hit from Fernando Tatis Jr., two-run single in the sixth inning. That was all the Padres needed. Give them a 3-2 to lead. They go on to win by that final score and the bullpen. How about the bullpen? Six innings, one run given up by Drew Carlton. That was it. They were splendid in this win here today let's go back to colorado now and hear some post-game reaction from padres manager bob melvin
1: let's take a trip down to the padres clubhouse and hear from padres manager bob melvin presented by sinley food find your next cooking adventure at sinley food 4665 el cajon boulevard the cook's asian resource
2: What was your uh, what was your vantage point on that catch Machado made, and what was
4: your reaction
3: to it? My vantage point was I never saw it. I was down on the bottom of the dugout. I thought when I was watching it, I thought it was going foul for sure. And my reaction was, thank God. And you know, it's he tends to do stuff like that. Um, You know, it's not. This is a tough ballpark, especially in the daytime to kind of you know gauge what the ball's going to do here in the air, especially in the infield, it tends to usually move towards foul territory a lot. Stayed with it, got to the fence, obviously the athletic ability to stay with it, big, big play at the time.
4: What do you make it kind of the,
2: the instincts to catch the ball, to have the wherewithal to, to get it back in? And that's
3: back exactly out? what it is. That's not something you can practice. So that's just instincts and desire to catch a ball that at the time is going to be a huge out. Was this pitching plan kind yes. of the way you, you drew it up going in and, and why so? Oh, we were just taking a little, you know, trying to keep different looks. You know, our bullpen we felt like was in pretty good shape today. Wanted to get Ryan an outing where, you know, he had, to, had a good feeling coming out. Only give up the one run, and it was a big part of a win. Back to the Machopla, how about the throw, the accuracy on that, too? I mean, to do that's, all that and then. Right, that's it. instincts, too. That's just turning and throwing and knowing where home plate is and understanding, you know, what the enormity of the play and what potentially could happen, so. It's just a lot of good things happened on one play, um, but you can't teach that.
2: And he also made that, that great hustle play in yeah. the first inning, and going on the pitch, but then just keep going.
3: Yeah, look, he, he knows how to play baseball, so all the way around. It's it's where you know you you have certain guys on you know around the league that have those type of instincts. A lot, a lot of times they show up in, in big instances.
5: What did you think of the way your bullpen
3: handled?
2: I know you probably knew they were going to, have to cover some innings today. I yeah. Think of kind of how they did that in an environment
3: like this one. Yeah, it was great. I mean, we're trying to get you know for the most part, you're trying to get close to five out of the first two guys, and then try to match up the best you can after that. You know, Stephen was a guy that went in there and gave us one plus, which was big. Timmy gets a big out on a hot hitter, and then you know Nick and and Josh for the ninth, even though they both pitched last night, and maybe the stuff looked even better today. What did you see from Weathers while he was out there? I little better. Hop on his fastball for sure, um, you know. Locating a little bit better, you know. We wanna you know, after a little bit of a tough spot, we want to get him going. He's a guy that's going to be a key guy for us. So, you know, to kind of shorten it a little bit and let him pitch well and go after it mm-hmm. for you know as hard as he can for a, you know for not as long. I think it end up being a good thing for him. But it, he looked better
2: today. He said yesterday's game was felt tight, you know five-run game here. How about managing a one run game here? How how's that what the
3: benefit? You know, it's it, when it's close and it's one run late you just gotta play, you know, for, for what you're not to get infield in. You're just you know, it's more of a normal game then because over the course of the game, you know, obviously we had some opportunities we didn't come through, but the biggest one we did come through, Toddy's hit was huge. Uh it just had a little bit more of a normal feel to a, to the game today.
5: Um did he make the trip?
3: No, you know what? We we kept him back. He's had a lot going on, you know, from the start of the year, the shoulder, and all that sort of thing. We just didn't want kept him out of the altitude. It was only three games, so we kept him um, at home. And he's perfectly fine. Yeah, he's going to pitch. Kept game. Doing his work. Yep. Um, Lugo, how did he look yesterday? I heard good. You know, it's it's probably it's not going to be his last outing. You know, we'll we'll get him out there and you know get him stretched out a little bit more. But I heard everything went well. How long did you go? Uh, I don't I have, I have no idea. But, <laughs> so will the next thing be a rehab for him? Probably a, a game, some sort of a game for him, yeah. We wanted to protect his his calf a little bit. Um, you know, he, he's, it, he doesn't feel it throwing pitches, um, but now it's going to be moving around more covering first base, all those kind of things we're going to need to see. But that could be like in Arizona or similar? Yeah, in not sure where it is yet. Okay.
0: That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in Denver after this 3-2 to win for the Padres over the Colorado Rockies. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios on our Padres game show. Uh, a few things there from Bob Melvin. You heard the uh, update there on Seth Lugo. So not really clear yet what the next step will be uh, for Seth Lugo, what that timetable for return would look like. But again, he did. Uh, throw yesterday. So that is good news in the recovery process for Seth Lugo on this game. Uh, you heard Bob Melvin mention the hit by Fernando. I mean, what a. A key hit that was in this game, the two-run single in the sixth inning. A lot of questions there about the catch by Manny Machado. One of the lines that uh, Bob Melvin said uh, made me laugh. He was asked about his reaction, and Bob said my reaction was, thank God. I mean, that's a a great line from uh, Bob Melvin, and uh, what a play by Manny Machado. Uh, We did get clarification on Oh, why the Padres took Ryan Weathers out after three innings. And it's what we all sort of presumed, and that is that, number one, the Padres wanted after Weathers' struggles the last couple of outings just to get him a good outing with a good feeling coming out of it. Three innings, one run given up. And also, give the Rockies some different looks. The Padres were fortunate entering this series. Remember, they had an off-day Thursday. They have an off-day Monday. So they can use some different relievers here without really having to worry. And they wanted to play it like that today. You know what? So the Padres' credit, it worked. The bullpen went six innings, one run given up. I mean, who knows if Ryan Weathers goes out the fourth, the fifth, and beyond what happens. I mean, it might be great. It might not. So, look, the plan was... Um, was to go to the bullpen early, and it worked really well. So to the Padres' credit here today, uh, they did a lot of good things. That was a, a, a decision that paid off uh, for Bob Melvin and this uh, coaching staff going to the bullpen as early as they did. That was Padres' manager, Bob Melvin, after today's game. We'll come back with much more on our post game show. Might have some post game reaction from inside the clubhouse. Uh, stay tuned for that. We're uh, working on maybe getting some of that for you. We'll also give out our daily awards. We'll, uh, take a look at the out of town scoreboard. All that good stuff coming up. We will take your phone calls as well. 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. As always, if you want to get involved, let me know. What are you thinking right now about this Padres team? You feeling a little bit better? You need to see more. How are you feeling? Still two games below 500, but no doubt the Padres picking up at least a little bit of steam. And now we'll see if they can win. Four in a row tomorrow. So we'll we'll take your phone calls uh, coming up uh, in a little bit as well. Uh, Also on social media, if you want to get involved that way, you can always tweet at me at 97.3 The Fan SD or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram messages are open as well. Sammy Lev there, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you want to get involved, you have a good thought about this game, might just read it on the air. Again, the final, San Diego 3, Colorado 2, our post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here today, the Padres 3 and the Rockies 2 as the Padres win their third consecutive game first time the Padres have done that since April 29th to May 1st and now the Padres go for a fourth consecutive win tomorrow it's the first time the Padres have won a one-run game since April 19th I know that's hard to believe but uh hey wasn't a great first third of the season good news though at least the last few days Padres playing a better brand of baseball certainly the offense had a lot of opportunities in this game they did go one for 12 with runners in scoring position but the one hit they did have, it was a big one. The Fernando Tatis Jr., two run single in the sixth inning, gave the Padres a three to two lead, and they go on to win by. That final score. A lot to do still on our post game show. We'll take a full look at the out of town scoreboard coming up a little bit later. We have a lot of our daily awards to give out as well, and we will take your phone calls coming up in just a little bit. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call is always again, 833-288-0973. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game.
1: Which pitcher was dealing today? Hey, hey, Let's find out who's today's Ace Pitcher of the Game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware.
0: Our Ace Pitcher of the Game. This is a tough one because we're going to go with uh, two relievers for Ace Pitcher and Relief Pitcher of the Game here today. So, Who do we want to go with for ace? You know what? Let's go with Stephen Wilson. Five up, five down out of the bullpen. Came on in the sixth inning. Faced the very top of the Rockies lineup. One, two, three. Struck out two. Retired the side in order. Faced two batters in the seventh inning. And got them in order. Five up, five down. I mean, that's kind of the definition of an ace, right? Out of the bullpen, you come in, you face five batters, you set them all down. So Stephen Wilson, our ace pitcher of the game, very good job by him and the rest of the Padres' bullpen here today. And we'll talk more about the bullpen when we get to our relief pitcher of the game because there were uh, some other really good performances and, and guys that worked out of some big spots in this game here today. While we have a moment, let's take a wider look at the major leagues, tell you who went deep today so far around the majors which players went deep tonight this is our mlb home run tally
1: presented by mr moto pizza bringing back the old new york pizzeria experience with fresh funky thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuff knots with eight locations in san diego find your favorite at mr
0: we take a look at the home run tally here today we have a number of home runs to tell you about Some of the players that hit home runs today, Nick Ahmed, his second of the season for Arizona. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who's having a really good year for the Diamondbacks, hit his 10th. For Atlanta, Marcelo Zuna hit his 13th. Ronald Acuna Jr. hit his 13th of the season as well. For Baltimore, Gunnar Henderson hit his 8th home run. The White Sox, Andrew Vaughn hit his 8th home run against Sandy Alcantara. In Chicago today, David Peralta, a home run for the Dodgers. Trevor Larnick his sixth home run of the season for Minnesota today. Carlos Correa also had a grand slam in that game for the Twins. For St. Louis, Nolan Arenado, his 13th home run. Drew Carlson, his third home run of the year. And for the Rangers, Corey Seager had a home run uh, for the Rangers against Tampa Bay. So that's not all the home runs that have been hit, but many of the home runs that have been hit already here today. And we'll have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later in our post-game show. Again, phone number if you want to talk about today's Padres win, 3-2 to over the Rockies, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. While we have a moment, let's go to the phones. We lead things off today with Ava, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Ava, how are you? Good, how are you, Sammy? I'm doing great. What a game. Yeah, what a what game. What a
5: game. I'm like speechless right now.
0: <laughs> You're excited, huh?
5: Yes, I'm so excited.
0: Good. What what'd you think what about the game? What, what what was your what was your favorite part?
5: Uh, you know what? I wasn't watching it, but I, I I was at work. I turned it on and that's when they scored it. their um they were 3-3 three, three to 2.
0: Okay, cool. And I was
5: just like that's cool. that's, what's up. that's what's
0: up. Cool. So you were listening on the radio?
5: Yes, I hope right. to
0: you guys. All right, I love it. Ava, we love to hear it. Uh, you're right. Look, when they took the lead in the sixth inning, that was a big moment. Uh big swing in this game for Fernando Tatis Jr. So, uh, Ava, uh, glad you could tune in and uh, enjoy the game. And hopefully uh, another win tomorrow. We'll see.
5: For sure. Thank you, Sammy. Have a good
0: day. Uh, all right, Ava calling in uh here on the Padres Radio Network. Nice to hear from Ava. Again, phone number 833 288 973 If you want to get involved, also taking your tweets and your Instagram messages at 973 The Fan S D on Twitter or my Twitter, Sammy Lev S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Uh Instagram DMs as always open as well. Lev there as well if you want to uh, get involved that way when i go to break right in a moment i will check my instagram dm so a very good time to message me there might just read your message on the air again the final san diego three colorado two we'll come back with more out of town scoreboard more thoughts about this game your phone calls as we wrap this one up padres three rockies two the final score in colorado today padres have won three in a row can they keep it rolling tomorrow? We're going to find out. Post game show continues when we come back on the Padres radio network. This game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network final score in Colorado today the Padres 3 and the Rockies 2 Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Padres have won three in a row. Wednesday against the Mariners, yesterday against the Rockies, and here today against the Rockies. We will tell you about our relief pitcher of the game and break down the bullpen work in just a moment. Also, our player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, all that good stuff uh, coming up. And uh, as always, we're taking your phone calls right now on our postgame, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call, again, if you want to get involved, 833-288-0973 let's go back to the phones after this Padres win we go to Celeste calling in from San Diego hi Celeste welcome to our post game show on the Padres radio network with Sam Levitt how are you
5: hi. I'm great how are you what a game huh yeah awesome.
0: yeah what a game a lot of fun
5: yeah I had two uh observations or comments if you will um one is uh it seems it might be a little hard, I think, on the players sometimes when the lineup's always different, like every day. And I don't know, I played competitive soccer, and it was we pretty much have the same starting lineup most of the time, and that was kind of a stability for our team. I don't know if you think that has an, is it an issue for the team at all or for the players, I don't know.
0: Well, you know, I don't know if it's been an issue, Celeste. Look, I think there's no doubt that, you know, and we know this just based on what they've told us uh, here over the course of, of the last uh, few months. Look, there are players in this lineup, whether it be Xander or Juan Soto, who do prefer hitting in certain spots. But the flip side of that is, you know what, you, you got to hit where you hit and, uh, you know, do what you have to do for the team. And uh, it can't matter all that much because uh, at the end of the day, the uh, an at-bat is an at-bat. But I will say this, Celeste, to your point. In these three wins, the lineup has been pretty similar. The last two, the top six in the lineup, has been Tatis, Soto, Machado, Sanchez, Bogarts, and Cronenworth. Uh, in the game on Wednesday, it was Tatis, Soto, Machado, Sanchez, and then Cronenworth in the five spot. That was because Xander Bogarts uh, wasn't in the lineup. So, look, uh, is it a coincidence that they've had a similar top to middle of the lineup and won uh, three games in a row? Maybe not. So, I don't know, Celeste, maybe you're onto something there.
5: Maybe, maybe. And thanks for that. And then my second um, observation was, it seems like for the first time this season, at least from my perspective, that I feel like the team looks a little bit more cohesive. You know, I know they've won three in a row. That's awesome. But they just look like they're sort of like finally getting to know each other a little bit because they all came from such different places and, you know, you can't expect them to gel so fast. So I feel like they're starting to come together. They're starting to kind of get to know each other and feel each other and maybe have, a, like, you know, a good camaraderie building there. I don't know. That's just my feeling.
0: Guess yeah, Celeste, look, I, I think, uh, and thank you for the call, Celeste. Look, I, I think uh, winning, you know, does that. Winning builds chemistry. And winning makes things just feel better. It does. And, you know, look, this is a team that doesn't have a, a ton of, uh, quote unquote homegrown players. I mean, you know, Fernando came up through the system, but obviously wasn't originally a Padres, uh, you know, sign, uh, Juan Soto in a trade, Manny Machado from, uh, free agency, uh, Gary Sanchez just signed Bogart's free agency, Cronenworth a trade, Kim, uh, free agency, you know, Grisham a trade. The, the point being, you know, this isn't the the type of team where you have a ton of guys who have all come up through the minor leagues together and they have this built-in cohesiveness. Um, you know, look, I, I think winning will no doubt build the cohesiveness of this group. And and look, winning fixes a lot of things as far as, you know, uh, all the, I don't want to say negativity that's been around the team this season, but, but we know it's been an underwhelming start, right? It has not been the start that anybody – would have expected for this group. But, you know, winning, I mean, winning changes a lot of that narrative. Winning fixes a lot of things. It, it builds chemistry. It makes things feel better. It makes it feel better when you're watching it. It makes everybody happier. So, look, uh, we'll see. Three games does not get the Padres out of where they are, which as of a few days ago was, you know, five games below 500. They're back to two games below 500, but there's no doubt that. You know, the last few days they've played better and they've played a better brand of baseball. What I like and you know what you didn't like about this game here today uh, was uh, one for 12 with runners in scoring position, 10 left on base. They had the leadoff man on five times, only scored uh, three runs. So uh, a lot of the, the offensive aspects could have been better. But if you want to take the glass half full look at this game, well, it was a little bit different than what we saw on Wednesday and Friday where the offense just showed up and put the game away and scored a ton of runs, and it was great. But we know with a baseball team, you got to win games in different ways. So I don't think it's the worst thing in the world that one out of these three wins they've had lately came in a different way, came in a one-run game, came in a game where they missed some opportunities. Like, to me, that that's really okay. So, um, you know, we'll see. Cohesiveness chemistry, things like that. I mean, that builds with winning. That's the bottom line. We'll see if the Padres can win again tomorrow and sweep this series. All right, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game.
1: Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs & Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org.
0: Well, we have a lot of options for our relief pitcher of the game here today because the bullpen as a whole was so good. Six innings, one run given up. Drew Carlton was the guy that gave it up. We already gave Stephen Wilson our ace pitcher of the game, and we did that because he went five up, five down, inning and two-thirds scoreless. Perfect for Stephen Wilson. But for relief pitcher, I'm going with Nick Martinez. Now, was Martinez perfect? In his inning in the eighth inning, no. Gave up an infield single. A little bit of tough luck there to start the inning. Wild pitch that actually went right through Austin Nola's legs. If he has a better block on it, that maybe isn't a wild pitch. But then Tovar goes to third base on um, the ground out by Blackman in the eighth inning. Manny makes the great play. I mean, that was an outstanding catch down the left field line. Outstanding. So that helped Nick Martinez. Then he walks pro far. So the bottom line is he had... The tying run on third base, the go-ahead run on first base with two outs in the eighth inning, and got a big out from Randall Gritchick in that eighth inning to end the threat, keep the Padres ahead three to two. So for that reason, Nick Martinez, you are the relief pitcher of the game here today. All right, let's go back to the phones. We go to Malachi calling in from San Diego. Hi, Malachi. Hey, Sammy, how you doing? Doing great. How are you?
4: I'm well, I'm well. I'm happy to to chime in here on the subject of whether the Padres are rounding into form. I think what I found encouraging today, look, if if we diagnose the, the most critical plays over the course of the season today to keep the Padres and their heads above water, uh, it's really been role players gary sanchez um Rudnett Odor. they 've been probably the chief sources of charisma uh season to date, but what I like to see in the in the most recent games is the the players we would expect to be leading the charge to be contributing more substantively uh, on uh, in terms of the logic of the game I mean Sanchez obviously had an r b i today he's not insignificant he's uh, a critical and I think almost accidentally. Um, ideal addition, uh, to, to the roster at this, at this point in the season, especially given, you know, what we've seen at the, at the catching spot. But, um, what I'm excited about is seeing, is seeing game winning hits by Tatis, by seeing, uh, the leadership in the, in the field and in the batter's box by, uh, you know, the folks that we, we would expect to see leading this team. And so I'm, I'm hopeful that, that the transition, I mean, there is a gel, I think I promote mm-hmm. what Deles said earlier. But more than that, um, it seems that there's a mounting confidence and uh, and confidence incompetency in competency in the leadership positions on the
0: team. Malachi, I think it's a really good point. I really do. Um, I think today's a really good example. Look, we know, and for as good as guys like Odor have been, and oh my goodness, how good has Gary Sanchez been, for as good as those guys have been at times to kind of, like you said, keep this team just treading water close to five hundred. There's no secret this team is going to go as far as their superstars take them. They need Fernando. They need Juan Soto. They need Manny Machado. They need Xander Bogarts. They need Jake Cronenworth. They need these guys to be really, really good the rest of the way. So there's no secret there. Um So I think your point is good. You know, Fernando today, the two-run single on a day where otherwise. The Padres went 0-for-11 with runners in scoring position. But you know what? Fernando comes up with a big hit when he needed it. It ends up winning the game. Manny Machado, the hustle on the play in the first inning and then makes an outstanding catch. Uh, in the eighth inning to help really save the game, keep the Padres ahead. I mean, I I said this number earlier. I don't know if you heard it, Malachi, but I said this number just to prove the hustle that Manny had on that play down the line. He covered 108 feet, and his sprint speed was 25.1 miles per hour. That's tied for the fastest Manny's run all year. I mean, that's how all out he was going uh, on that play. So, look, I'm with you just by what, Fernando did, what Manny did here today, and what we saw the last couple of wins with the offense and the the big guys doing their part, driving in runs, what the top six in the order did yesterday. It was a number I said yesterday, 12 for 29, the top six in the lineup yesterday with three home runs, six RBIs. I'm with you, Malakaya. It's encouraging to see that star group who the Padres desperately need to be great. It's good to see them doing what they've done lately.
4: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Sammy, and thanks
0: for all you do. All right, Malachi, appreciate the call. Thank you. That's Malachi calling in. Again, the Padres 3, Rockies 2. Let's tell you about our player of the game.
1: Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pites. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today.
2: The 2-1. Fernando swings, lines it into right field. That'll get down for a base hit. Bogarts has scored to tie the game. Kim is on his way. The throw from Jones. The tag, not in time. A two-run single for Tatis, and the Padres go back in front.
0: Our player of the game will go with Fernando Tatis Jr. You got to today. That was the biggest hit the Padres had all day. Two-run single in the sixth inning. Two outs. Padres desperately needed a hit. And they got it to so go ahead three to two. A two-run single for Fernando Tatis Jr. And for that reason, he is our player of the game on this Saturday. I do want to point something out because I know, you know, uh, it hasn't been a great year for Austin Nola to this point, and he's not doing the catching all that much anymore with uh, Gary Sanchez being here now. But to Austin Nola's credit, remember. With two on in that sixth inning, he did draw a walk that was really important at the time in that sixth inning to flip it to the top of the lineup for Fernando Tatis Jr. I wanted to point that out because that was an important little element in this game. And in that sixth inning, loaded the bases, set the stage, got the inning to Fernando Tatis Jr. So uh, good plate appearance by Austin Nola there. Final score: Padres three, Rockies two. We'll come back with some final thoughts and take a look at the full out of town scoreboard on this Saturday. Much more to get to on our post game show as we wrap this one up. Padres win their third straight, three to two. Rockies on the Padres radio network. Break. Man. Padres win it three to two over the Colorado Rockies on this Saturday in Denver. Padres improved to 31 and 33. Rockies dropped to 26 and 40 on the season as the Padres get a big two run single from Fernando Tatis Jr. in the sixth inning to take a three to two lead. Padres bullpen did the rest a combined six innings, one run allowed between the work of Drew Carlton, Stephen Wilson, Tim Hill, Nick Martinez, and Josh Heater. On this Saturday. And great hustle by Manny Machado. We've talked about his catch down the left field line. uh, What Fernando did. The fact that the Padres win their first one-run game since April 19th. That's a number that's hard to believe. But it's true. Padres uh, winning their first one-run game since April uh, 19th here today. And the Padres also winning three in a row for the first time in more than five weeks. So... Has the first third-plus of the season been what? Everybody dreamt up? No, but the Padres may be picking up a little bit of steam here. We'll see. Certainly tomorrow, even though you've already won the series, but going to Colorado and sweeping a Rockies team that has lost six in a row now. They have the worst record in the National League. That would be a really good statement. We'll have uh, more on that uh, series finale coming up. In just a little bit, if you want to squeeze a phone call in, you can 833-288-0973, the phone number to call here in our final segment of our post game show. Take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in a second as well. I do want to read a, a message here from Corey on Instagram. Corey writing in, uh, hi Sam, just wanted to say I feel like this team feels more organized and has better synergy compared to the beginning of... Of the season. At the beginning, they felt like a group of strong individuals instead of a true team, so to speak. I'd rather them struggle out of the gate and come together late than fall apart like they did at the end of uh, two seasons ago. That's uh, 2021, Corey's referring to. Go pods. Well, Corey, look, uh, again, going back to the call we had earlier, look, winning builds a lot of that. Winning builds chemistry. Winning builds cohesion. Winning builds confidence. You know, I think, yes, teams can be very confident, can have that cohesion, can have that synergy. That's the word you used, which I think is a good word. Um, they can have that from the start, but I think it's also built by results and by winning and by building confidence that way. So, look, does three games get the Padres out of the hole they're in right now, which is still two games below five hundred? No, it doesn't get them all the way out. Diamondbacks won again here today. Padres still have a lot of work to do as far as the division and even the wild card race. But you have to like what you've seen the last three games. There's no doubt it's been a a very positive direction. And again, I think tomorrow, not putting too much pressure on tomorrow's game. It's one game. You've won the series. But getting a win tomorrow, sweeping this series, and then coming home, that would feel really good. So I think tomorrow would be a a really nice statement uh, for this Padres team to have if they can uh, uh, get a win tomorrow. I'm just checking my Instagram messages here because I I thought I got another, I guess not. Uh, That was Corey Instagram DMing me. And as always, you can get involved on our game show that way on the phones or on Twitter, 97.3 The Fan SD or my Twitter, Sammy Lev. By the way, speaking about that, a homestand coming up for the Padres beginning on Tuesday at Petco Park. The Padres, again, wrapping up this series tomorrow, then returning home after an off day on a Tuesday at Petco Park. Do want to tell you that select tickets do remain for the upcoming series against Cleveland and Tampa Bay. So if you're thinking about coming out to the games. Maybe you haven't been out to a Padres game so far this season. Uh, good news. Uh, I've been told that uh, there are select tickets available for uh, the series against Cleveland and Tampa Bay this coming week. So good time to come out to the ballpark if you have not uh, come out already or maybe you have and you just want to have a, a good time. There's a, a lot of really good giveaways. They have that Hawaiian shirt giveaway on uh, on Wednesday. They have a Star Wars weekend. Uh, this weekend against Tampa Bay. So if you're a big Star Wars fan, that's a, a good time to come out. anyway. Uh being told that uh, even with all the sellouts this season so far, select tickets do remain for this upcoming homestand against Cleveland and Tampa Bay. Speaking of the Guardians and the Rays, let's find out how they're doing today and everybody else with the out-of-town scoreboard.
1: Let's go around Major League Baseball
0: and take a look at the scores you need to know from across
1: the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958.
0: We have a number of finals and a number of games going on right now as well. Games that are in progress right now. He's beating the Brewers 2-1 in Milwaukee in the 10th inning right now. They're in extras in Milwaukee, Astro's beating the Guardians three to one in Cleveland in the fourth inning. Everything else is either gone final or coming up. Diamondbacks continue to win. Five nothing they win over the Tigers today in Detroit. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. a three-run home run in that game for Arizona. Marlins beat the White Sox 5 to 1 in Chicago. Reds beat the Cardinals 8 to 4 in St. Louis earlier. Twins beat the Blue Jays 9 to 4 in Toronto. Carlos Correa a grand slam in that game for Minnesota. Orioles beat the Royals six to one in Baltimore. The Dodgers beat up on the Phillies today, nine nothing in Philadelphia. JD Martinez had a three run home run in that game. The Mets snapped a seven game losing streak against uh, the Pirates today, five to one. So the Mets uh, finally getting back in the W column. Rangers beat the Rays eight to four in Tampa Bay earlier today and the Braves beat the Nationals six to four in Atlanta, A couple of home runs in that game, one by Marcelo Zuna, one by Ronald Acuna Jr. Games still coming up, three of them. Red Sox at the Yankees starting shortly at 435 in the Bronx. Cubs at the Giants at 435 in San Francisco. Mariners at the Angels at 707 in Anaheim later on today. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Saturday. Taking a look at tomorrow's game, the finale of this three-game series between the Padres and the Rockies. Same time, same place. First pitch tomorrow again early at 12.10 p.m. here in San Diego. Pre-game coverage here on 97.3 The Fan. And the Padres radio network with me begins at 11.10. Left-hander Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres. And old friend right-hander Denelson Lamette on the mound for Colorado as the Padres will go for a three-game sweep of the Rockies. Again, first pitch tomorrow at twelve ten, pregame at eleven ten, Snell against Lamette. Taking a look, the final totals in this game here: a for the Padres, three runs, nine hits, one error. They left on ten. For the Rockies, two runs, five hits, no errors. They left on three. Winning pitcher was Drew Carlton, who improves to two and zero on the season. The losing pitcher was Jake Bird, who drops to one and one. And the save goes to Josh Hader, is second in as many games and number fifteen on the season. Time of game in this one in Colorado here today, two hours and 53 minutes in the crowd at Coors Field, 37,234. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Frank Mark Casey. I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from our San Diego studios. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 3 and the Colorado Rockies 2. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.